Welcome to the Zach on Leadership Podcast. This week's episode is entitled Leadership Lessons from Peter Gibbons, the straight shooter with upper management written all over him. The cult classic Office Space was released to VHS and DVD 20 years ago this month. It came out in theaters earlier in 1999, but hardly anyone saw it then. It only became popular after the home video release, so it seemed timely to commemorate that event with a set of podcasts reflecting on the quintessential lessons therein. In late 1999, I was early in my professional IT career. I was living the hilarity I saw on screen. Even though we've come so far as an industry and a profession, there's still so much truth that rings through today. Last week, I covered the leadership lessons from the Bobs. If you missed that, go back and listen to it, then continue on here. This week, I'm focusing on the protagonist of the story, Peter Gibbons. I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Peter Gibbons is an unmotivated, micromanaged young technology professional. He is extremely stressed about work, so much so that he cannot be productive. He spends most of his time procrastinating and avoiding work. While Peter's experience is hyperbolized, there's so much that is relatable. 20 years ago, I was a young technology professional. While overall, I had a much better experience than Peter, there are plenty of office-based moments that marked my journey. I distinctly remember long stretches of unproductive time at work. I spent time waiting for other people. I spent time in irrelevant meetings. I went off on smoke breaks with my coworkers, even though I didn't smoke. I wrote an article about all of the productive things I did with my idle time, but I wasted plenty too. I have my own versions of TPS reports with cover sheets to fill in and fax in. I spent more than 15 minutes of the day doing actual work, which I found to be very meaningful, but it wasn't always enough to offset the TDM. After an odd encounter with a hypnotherapist, Peter snapped into a state of total relaxation. His stress vanished, and he started living and working the way he wanted to. He blew off weekend work for fishing, dressed down, asked his dream girl out, and gave his cubicle a window view. Peter flipped from one extreme to the other. He was pushed to the brink and rebelled against the system. His boldness was admirable, but still lacked any purpose or meaning. It was just pure rebellion. Looks like you've been missing a lot of work lately. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Oh, that's terrific. When Peter had his faithful meeting with the Bobs, it went completely differently than it did for Tom. In his total, total state of relaxation and fearlessness, Peter explained the world exactly how he saw it without any spin or hiding. Peter's extreme candidness was rewarded. The Bobs recognized Peter as a straight shooter with upper management written all over him. They eventually promoted him and laid off his friends. Inatech is a company where everyone is a cog in a machine. Management is incompetent and the employees are afraid. In an environment like that, candid communication sounds like earth-shadowing innovation. I've always been pretty comfortable speaking my mind. I share what I think is going well. I also share freely what I think find to be dis dysfunctional. This has earned me a reputation for being a candid communicator. Early in my career, it earned me the trust with top executives. Similar to Peter, I was given opportunity while I simultaneously watched opportunity taken away from my friends. About 14 years ago, I was given a special project. I had to write and execute an elegant and robust piece of automation to facilitate a mass layoff. Our standard IT processes were too manual and time-consuming to offboard 250 people with standard tickets. I was trusted as someone that could handle the need-to-know information and the technical work. I instantaneously disabled network access, two-factor authentication tokens, building access, and wiped the Blackberries of 250 coworkers. 
while security guards ushered them out of the building. How's that for job satisfaction? Shortly after that, I was promoted again and given leadership responsibility. Shortly after that, I remember pulling into the parking lot at work and just sitting in my car, not wanting to walk into the office building. In that moment, I knew I needed to leave or I'd go crazy on an office space scale. I left the company shortly thereafter. Human beings were not meant to sit in little cubicles staring at computer screens all day, filling out useless forms and listening to eight different bosses drone on about mission statements. Office Space does a nice job of highlighting the problem with work, but it does little to offer any helpful solutions. Tom got a settlement, Milton burned down the building, Samir and Michael left Inatech for Inatrode, Peter left software engineering to join Lawrence in construction. These aren't solutions to the problem. The solution is leadership. I will cover that in next week's podcast on Bill Lumberg, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I want to summarize the lessons that can be learned from Peter Gibbons. If you have unrest in your job, never settle. Like Peter, figure it out. Wrestle with it. Work is too important to drone on as a cog in a machine. This is your life. This is your career. Do something about it. Hopefully you'll find a more productive resolution than Peter did, but nevertheless, struggle on until you do. Relax. Stress stole Peter's joy. Find whatever recharges your batteries, relieves your stress, and resets your equilibrium. You can't be wound so tight if you want to do your best work. If you give a malfunctioning printer the power to ruin your day, then you really need to lighten up. Let the small stuff slide. Finally, communicate candidly. It works. Honest insight shared openly is oxygen for an organization. It builds trust and earns credibility. It might even get you promoted. Don't tell people what you think they want to hear. That comes from a place of fear and manipulation and doesn't work. Those are my leadership lessons from Peter Gibbons. Stay tuned next week when we explore the leadership genius of the one and only Bill Lumberg. Thanks for listening to the Zach on Leadership Podcast.